It's the 7 o'clock hour, and you're listening to the Morning Blitz. Oh, are we on the air? Sort of, yeah. Rick Corey. That's right. Had... Keep trying to get out of it. Brees Hulls. <laughs> Bryce Hulls. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> Coming to you from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio on the Blitz 1170. 657 on the Blitz 1170. They're right. Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio here. Speaking of the Oilers, anytime they're home on a Sunday, you can skate on the ice with the players. Bring your skates or rent some. Just go on out on the players. We call it Sunday Fun Day. You and your family can skate out there and create a memory with the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. All right, still to come at about 730 this morning, Kevin Wilson, Tulsa football coach. We will kind of wrap up recruiting, talk about the schedule going forward into spring ball, find out if they have any time to themselves. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. That's the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, and some folks have done that this morning, including Steve, who <laughs> texted as we were finishing up and said, uh, <laughs> he said, I, I, can, uh, I could see or hear. He said, I could hear the disappointment from Rick when Bryce said he doesn't like Cheetos. I mean, he could he could phys- he could hear that on the radio, and then your brother texted you. My brother texted me in all caps and said, "You don't like Cheetos?" with a bunch of question marks. <laughs> yeah, for for, for everyone listening, I, I just loved whenever I said it. Rick just put his head slowly onto the mic, just rested his head on the mic for a moment. Like, why am I here? What? There is no meaning what? in life. And I, I texted Steve back and I said, "Hurt a little, I have to admit." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what is it? What is it about it? Is it is it too crunchy? Is it too cheesy? I think, I think it's the whole aroma that I get. I can't. I because I I have tried it. I will say that okay. at least I have tried it before, and I think it's just I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. It's. I think it's the corn. Like because that's a a corn chip, right? More of a corn I don't chip. know what's outside. in there. I don't care. I just know it tastes great. That could be that could be it's great. The, uh, yeah, the taste the taste is just a little bit off for me, and the, yeah, and, the yeah. and the aroma. Like I just can't really deal with the aroma for some reason. It just it kind of just turns me away. Well, you know, it's one of those things you can't explain. I know. Smell, no, smell is taste. So if you if it's yeah. smell, there's a reason you can't taste anything when you have a cold because taste is really nothing more than smell. I mean, the two yeah, go together. Right, right. The two go together. So it kind of makes sense that if you don't like the way it smells, you wouldn't like it. I get that. Yeah. Because there are some things I don't like the way they smell, and and I can kind of get myself to eat it. Uh, but I understand where you're going with that. However, mm-hmm. I've I've just never heard anybody else say that. And if you have, I mean, okay, do you go? Do you agree with Bryce? Do you not like Cheetos? Nine one eight two six two five zero. Is there is there anything weirder that you don't like out there? Somebody make me not feel so alone. Yeah. Well, and we also like I don't like ice cream or something. You know? I, mean, I, help me well, I do know people who don't like ice cream, and I'm not a big fan because I don't like because I don't like sweets that much. So it's not that right. thing. It's not my right. no. I, I'll eat it, but it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we had a text too from Janie. This is really funny. So we talked about the father who bought his daughter an actual Stanley Cup reproduction because she wanted a Stanley Cup. She says this reminds me back in the seventies. My grandfather asked what I wanted for Christmas, and I was obsessed with the movie Grease. It had just come out. So what did I open Christmas morning? A can of axle grease. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, oh, that's even better. He literally gave her a can of axle grease. Now, what she didn't say, and Janie, you're welcome to text back, is whether Grandpa was kidding or if that's really <laughs> what he thought. You know, the dad up in Minnesota, Minnesota, thought, mm-hmm. all right, Cool. We'll get her one. They're yeah. hockey fans. 
She's a Minnesota Wild fan, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I just wonder if Grandpa really knew that, or mm-hmm. if he Grandpa didn't know what the hell Greece was. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. just went, and then when he chose Greece, why Axel Greece? Mm. I, I mean, why was well because Grandpa would know what Greece is best, right? Well, I mean, did she was she driving? Did she have an Axel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you did have one. <laughs> and, and then you expect you're going to give it to her, and she's going to go out and she's going to shoot the axle with me. <laughs> I love the whole story, yeah. Janie. That's fantastic. That's great. Thank you very much for that at uh, the Blitz 1170. See, that's why I love the text line. I mean, we can be here and here all day long, but this is what makes it right mm-hmm. here is the interaction with people who have these same kinds of stories and same kinds of things we do, which makes me laugh every day. We also did get a couple of, uh, if you will, recipes for things uh, smoked. Cream cheese with candied jalapenos. Mm. That's uh, something that someone says you should try. And I'm looking at the picture. They sent a picture. Holy cow, that looks good. Now, I had an inst- had an instructor once who used to work with me in my dye business who used to make candied bacon. And right. it and was, oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh, I, oh. Candied jalapenos sounds really interesting. I love jalapenos in, in almost any way, especially oh, when yeah. you roast them a little bit. Yeah. But in this I'm case, you put them with smoked cream cheese. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that'll turn your head right there. Now, I, now I have to look up the uh, recipe. Oh, and Janie says, by the way, uh, her grandfather was not kidding. <laughs> she said he was a mechanic. She said, in all go. fairness, he was a mechanic. And, and I get it. Uh, you know, so he would be looking around thinking, yeah. okay, as a mechanic, what, what kind of grease is best grease? We're going to give him regular smaxel grease. You know, it'll come in handy someday. And now yeah. I, I'm going to assume, Janie, that you eventually, you, uh, you eventually got the movie. Mm. I hope so. I really hope eventually you <laughs> Now were able, we wait. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you got the movie. And, then, you know, as it is now, obviously you'd, you'd have it, I'm sure, in your life now. But I, I would hope that maybe you would actually have it. All right, 918-262-5072. What else is it? Do you not like Cheetos? And what, what, what normal thing that everybody else you know likes that you not like? I mean, for me, it is sweets because I'm not that guy. So you go out to do something, my wife will look at the sweets menu first. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we're and I start this time. I don't care if we've been to Babe's Chicken, which is the all-you-can-eat place in Texas, which we've been to multiple times. She could leave with a with a stomach that looks three months pregnant, you know, or be there, mm-hmm. and she'd still want to look at the dessert yeah. menu. And not me. I'm not that guy. So not, it's not a particular thing. It's just not my thing. So if there was one, you got to let us know at 918-262-5072. All right, we're going to take this break a little early because we have Kevin Wilson coming up at 730. We want to make sure we be on time. If you have a question for the Tulsa head football coach, we're going to wrap up recruiting, if you will, talk schedules. We head towards spring ball because it's not that far away. Then let us know again at 918 here on a Friday, Friday before the Super Bowl on the Blitz. Download the Blitz 1170 app now inside your cell phone provider's app store. You don't need a radio to listen to the Blitz. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma City Thunder will be at the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow. The Thunder won the last matchup back in December. Tip-off is at 2 o'clock. There's Bedlam basketball on the Blitz tomorrow night as the Oklahoma State Cowboys will be in Norman to take on the Sooners. This is the first of the last two guaranteed matchups for these teams in the Big 12. Pre-game starts at 5 with a 6 o'clock tip-off. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane coming off of a tough loss on Wednesday night against North Texas will host UAB on Sunday at the Reynolds Center. Tip-off is at 1 with a 12.30 pre-game starting on Big Country 99.5. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. 
This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. We certainly do. And you can also hit us on the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072. And if you have a question right now for Tulsa head football coach Kevin Wilson, this would be the time to text it. Because here at 732, Coach Wilson now joins us on that very same line. Oh, Coach Wilson fell off the line there, apparently. And it does happen occasionally. We get these drops in the line. So we'll get back, and we'll make sure that we get Coach Wilson here in just a moment. And if you have a question, again, 918-262-5072. That is the number for the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, giving you an opportunity to speak with Tulsa head football coach Kevin Wilson. This comes the day after National Signing Day, which, as we've said before, used to be such a huge deal. And it's just not that way anymore. It's a whole lot more like everything's the early signing period, some that stuff is transfer portal, uh, but but it, it still is a big day. And Tulsa did get three players yesterday, including Isaac Covington from Union, who I want to have a conversation with a coach about that here. But we're having a hard time getting a hold of him, so I promise you we will do that. We'll do it here in a second. You know, while we're doing that, though, uh, we know Tulsa's class number two in the American. That was what the rank was. And it was, I think, 59 nationally, which was the best since 2009. Well, if you look at the overall rankings, and this comes from, you know, you can put together the on-threes and ESPNs and all those kinds of things. They still have the winners as winners, and that is LSU at number one. They have Clemson at number two, believe it or not. And that's a little surprising considering Dabo's had his problems. They have Ohio State at number three, Notre Dame at number four, Georgia at five, and, you know, and I saw early Georgia leading a lot of those, so that surprised me just a little bit. Then Penn State at six. Then we went down from there to Auburn at seven. Oklahoma comes in ranked number eight. Top offensive prospect, Kevin Sperry, that the young quarterback. Uh, good for the Sooners there. Longhorns, number nine. Biggest deal for them, again, a quarterback, K.J. Lacey, who has got really has had really good things said about him. Uh it was Oregon coming in, then they're at number 10. So as we talk about the rich getting richer, that's exactly what happens generally in college football. But the LSU team, an LSU team that we thought, you know, certainly with a Heisman winner you'd think would have been even a little better, that we believe underperformed a little bit, number one overall, which means certainly Brian Kelly and his group are getting out and doing their work, are they not? They are. There's no doubt about that. And for, for us it, around here, we know Oklahoma's class was good. We know Oklahoma State's class was good. And then Tulsa being ranked that high was really such a pleasant surprise. And seeing that USF was the number one ranked team in the American, according to those reports again, if you put those all together, and that Tulsa was number two, might surprise the rest of the league. And it might show you there's a bit of a change happening right now in college football. It's 734 on the Blitz 1170. We're still trying to establish that contact with Kevin Wilson, and we will hear the head football coach at Tulsa. Um, had him for a second there, and then it fell away. Uh, by the way, at 918-262-5072, we've got a bunch of texts. We had the one that came from the young lady who said her grandfather actually bought her grease because... <laughs> <laughs> This is not Super Bowl related, but she he had bought her something kind of by accident. We had the story about a, a father who bought his daughter a Stanley Cup replica when she just wanted one of the Stanley Cups you drink out of. And this father grandfather was a mechanic who bought her grease because she asked for the movie grease, and he didn't understand. She said, my parents ended up giving me everything grease. 
She said, her, she said, I miss my sweet grandpa. Good memory there. You guys have a good weekend. Thank you, Jane. And you can always text us anytime at 918-262-5072. That is kind of a sweet story, isn't it? Uh, all right. So I wanted to get in a couple of things. I said I had a couple of interesting stories about the Super Bowl. Listen to this one, Bryce. Someone, of course, this is probably the case around the country. You can probably find somebody like this, but <clears throat> there's a better, and I mean someone who goes to Vegas and bets every year in the Super Bowl, has been wrong 16 straight years. Now, I haven't think, gotten the hint. <laughs> think about, exactly. Think about, you know, you, you go to work and you, you know, you spill something on your pants or, you know, you, you rip something on your clothes when you get out of the car and you're thinking, what a horrible day. But you didn't pick 16 straight Super Bowls wrong. <laughs> could you, could you imagine? I just, I just think about, with having like the 2018 year with with Nick Foles beating uh-huh, Tom Brady, yeah. and it's like that's obviously Tom Brady. Come on, and, mm-hmm. you know he, can, he can't lose this. And then when it comes to Tom Brady's year with the Bucks, all right, I've learned my lesson. Now he's 45. Got to go with Patrick Mahomes. He's the next best thing. Like that 50-50 shot, and he can just never get it right. Yep. Ooh. And so the odds of correctly guessing, let's say, a coin flip. 17 times in a row, because if he misses this time, it's 17, are one in 131,072. So that means that if there are a 1,000 people who conducted an experiment, uh, only 17, 17 would pick this poorly. So oh, he here's the key. He has made his bet. Oh, so if my. you go off this dude who has been wrong, for 16 straight years, he has picked Kansas City. Oh, wow. Chiefs fans, I'm sorry. And he says, quote, don't overthink this. The better team will win. The Chiefs are an absolute machine in the playoffs. I bet against them twice in the Super Bowl and thought, hey, I won't get fooled again. However, he didn't do it that way. He changed his mind, and he bet on San Francisco. Buddy, you've, Sorry, you've, you've, you've gotten it wrong every year since uh, the Obama administration. Uh, I think I'd overthink it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. overthink this, Kansas City fans. Yeah. I've just gotten it wrong 16 straight times. 16 straight, and not just gotten it wrong, but actually lost money. Bet on it 16 straight times and lost 16 straight times. I don't mm. know. I mean, you know, they have the octopus you know, who used to – I don't know. I think that octopus is dead because octopi, octopi only live – Two to three years. Okay. And it depends on, on the version of the series or the, or the species. But this octopus in some zoo, and it had correctly picked the Super Bowl like four times, three three times in a row, I guess, because the lifespan. But they put they put it in a tank with, you know, the two teams and a little, like, box you open with food in it. Yeah, For yeah. both teams. And octopus or octopi are intelligent, I mean, really intelligent creatures. And it went over each time and picked the Super Bowl right multiple times in a row. And that's not all. Now I saw today over in the News on 6, a lion. And so mm. they, they put these big boxes in a lion encounter in cage. And they put Super Bowl, you know, on there, the logo. And they put Niners on one and Chiefs on one. And they put something on it. I couldn't quite tell what. And then the lion yeah. was going over and chewing on the signs. <laughs> mm. And I guess which sign the lion chews on the most was the team the lion picks. And yeah. quite honestly, considering, I mean, yeah, we can get into all these numbers, but you might as well use the lion. <laughs> I think I think I saw one for uh, the Michigan and Washington National Championship for the Houston Zoo, and they had a little rhino knockover 
a rock that either uh-huh. had the Washington or Michigan logo. Whichever one he knocked down was a loser, you know? Those things are everywhere. If somebody's doing, or, you know, some zoo, some foundation is doing something. I mean, it's not that, it's not unlike Punxsutawney Phil and do you see your shadow or not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But considering, now, I don't bet on sports because I would lose my <clears throat> backside. Mm-hmm. Now, the guys before us, two pros and a cup of Joe, uh, Jonas Knox apparently is a legendary better and does it a ton and had said that he had bet on something every day when they were out there in Vegas, and he'd won multiple times yesterday. He was at a horse track yesterday with uh, one of his producers, Lee Lap, who apparently has consumed almost every ounce of alcohol in Vegas during the trip. I, I had to look up his picture because the things I heard them talking about, you know, in that first hour, I, you know, I'm here very early, and in the five to six hour this morning, listen to him talk about them talk about what he had done uh, made it uh, sound made it sound like really if there would be no alcohol left it was a little like leaving Las Vegas is kind of what it sounded like but I heard them talking about betting and apparently LeVar Arrington had placed one yesterday too and that made uh, that made me kind of think and so I started looking it all up and, and that's what we found out well 740 here on the Blitz 1170 we got him we got Kevin Wilson he's the head football coach at the University of Tulsa and we wanted to visit to the, with the coach after the recruiting period is all over and coach welcome to the show thank you very much and you know I say recruiting periods all over this national signing day certainly isn't what it used to be but still three pretty doggone good football players for yourself are you happy with those last three a sure thing Rick um yeah, apologize. I've uh, been a little bit under the weather here, so I apologize for uh, not getting with you earlier. There, apologize for the voice here. We're uh, coming off of a month here of uh, January, still recruiting not just the three guys we signed, but we were also, um, you know, meeting and, and and starting that 25 recruiting class. So, um, been buzzing around. But yeah, added three guys late. We needed a quarterback. We wanted to take them. Um, a high school kid. We did not want to transfer a uh, quarterback with our young quarterbacks we got with Kirk and, uh, and Cardell and, and Steve Kittleman, the guys coming back. Um, so we got Timmy Carpenter. Timmy was committed uh, early to Indiana. He's a young man out of Ohio. Um, the school that I had recruited when I was at Ohio State. So, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> so we, we knew the. Um, Knew the coaches, knew the pro- program well up there. So we're very fortunate to get Tim Carpenter. He's a six, pushing three, six, two and a half kid, 215. Uh, um, great um, um, character, uh, great characteristics that fit the quarterback position with communication and leadership. Excuse me, Rick, I apologize. Hey, coach, you know what? I, I know. Give, 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 me, give me some water there. I apologize, but I um, uh, really feel good about Tim. Julian Roberts was a heck of a of a really good um, uh, tight end. We picked up late. A big bodied guy was um, recruited by Arizona State and pit down the stretch. And then we we ended up taking late here. Again, kid had a great year coming off a knee and three. Uh, Isaac Covington out of uh, Union. So three um, three good adds to a, what was already a very strong uh, December class. And of course, we did add some transfer portal guys. So I think we ended up with a total of, um, what was it? I think uh, 38 new scholarship players. Um, plus we gave a scholarship to Kirk Francis and mm-hmm. Dane Hodge who were walk-ons on our team. So 
40 new scholarship players here for the TU program. That's fantastic. Coach, I, <clears throat> I know exactly how you feel. Coming off the same thing myself, uh, honestly, I'm not, I know that's, this has got to be really hard. Uh, why, don't we, why don't we let you go ahead and go about your morning, and we'll get back with you when you feel a little better. Is that okay? Well, I, mean, I feel okay. I'm just this daggum dry cough, mm-hmm. scratchy uh, voice. It's like, oh. Uh, uh, it's 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 not it's not radio friendly, I guess. Right? <laughs> no, I, I just wanted. I, you sounded like you really felt poorly, and I didn't want you to push yourself. And if you feel okay, no, no I just I we have a couple. We, we got it going around the other program, and I you know about two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, got 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 a um, got a got a pretty good uh, viral thing that from oh. just led to this dry cough. And the recruiting are always talking, selling, vibing, so getting the voice. Uh, rolling sometimes. Yeah. I guess I need some tea and honey, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, trust me, I get that. You know, you told a couple of funny <laughs> stories about NIL, and Bryce had a question about that that I think is a really good question. Well, Coach, I was just saying, you know, obviously you've had some uh, conversations when it comes to NIL with players, of course, but do you think that this is kind of a bright spot for people to look at that, you know, when we talk so much about money this day and age with recruiting, that there's that, that, that still a lot of importance when it comes to just purely building relationships and showing off uh, the educational impact that a university can have. Do you think that it's it's good to show people that there's still that tradition when it comes to recruiting? Co- correct, and I, I don't uh, by no means. Uh, you know, just the resources that we have as we're we're going through our, our school. As uh, Rick Rick uh, Dick's our AD, he's done a phenomenal job of raising funds to enhance what we call our 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 case fund, our academic enhancement fund, and he has given us up. Uh, we're one of 50 schools in the country that are basically maxing out the scholarship where not only are you getting the traditional room, book, board tuition fees, <clears throat> but you're allowed extra money for cost of attendance and extra money for academic enhancement, like buying computers and academic needs that you might need as a student. Now, we don't have enough money that we're giving that to every scholarship athlete on campus for every sport. But we were able to generosity some a lot of work by Rick and and and, and his folks raising money and, and some great generosity by some by some tremendous um, supporters and alumni that that helped that chipped in. We've taken that avenue, which is a branch of NIL. It's not NIL paying a player just hey here's cash because you're a good player. Here's ten thousand, twenty thousand. I mean, there, there, there's some kids in college football right now making a million bucks a year playing ball. Um, and it's based on name, image, and likeness. Well, it's supposed to be based on name, image, and likeness. I this year had a recruit that had uh, 623 followers um, on his social media, and he got uh, 41,000 to go to a school. So I didn't, I don't know if his name and name and image was worth 41,000, but that's what he got. So. Some of this name and in, in, in image of the cash money is really with the, quote, paying players, buying players. We don't have the money that we're doing that. We've not done that in football yet. Now we're looking to maybe start generating some money in time that maybe I can say to you know, your starting quarterback, hey, here's, the, here's, here's based on your performance, some degree of small remuneration for, for the college game. That's a little bit of our game right now. In our world, what Rick did was he generated a significant amount of money to distribute to all of our coaches at Tulsa, 
to award the kids that are doing great in school. And we sold that as our NIL. We sold meritocracy based on doing a great job, you're going to get awarded. And that's, it's only a certain amount that you can get. It's all determined by the NCAA. The Austin Fund, uh, you can get is $5,980. That's the most you can get. Uh, the cost of attendance at Tulsa is 4416 That's the most you can get. So our guys can get right at about $10,400 a year. But the majority of that is based on doing good in school. What that's done, um, Rick and Andy, that's, that's driven our kids to have the best academic performances our program's ever had. We had 77 kids over 3.0 GPA in the fall. We had a 3.07 team GPA average. And it's been a part of NIO. It's not, uh, hey, if you sign where we, we had several players this year offered 25000 to go to a, a Big 12 school to be a walk-on. Uh, I lost in the portal a couple kids that went to schools that received $100,000 cash at their new school, or that's going to be their NIL. Now, the thing with NIL, the NIL, you still have to do some degree of, of work. There's um, appearances you have to do, or, or you have to promote things, whatever. So it's not just, hey, you get money for doing nothing. And the second thing with all the NIL money is all that money is taxed. So in our world, we'll get into the game um, to some degree in time, I think, with some NIL money. But it's going to be small. What we sell is a great city, a great school, an opportunity to get a phenomenal degree, to build great relationships. And as we build this program, we're going to put together a great group of guys we got we just signed not only a talented group of kids, I think we signed an unbelievable group of young men that are going to be great representatives of TU. So, uh, like I said, we're really um, – we, that was our plan. That's how we went about it. That's how we sold it. And it ended up being close to a top 50 recruiting class in the country. It was a heck of a class. So, even though we didn't have maybe some of that cash money, we had a lot of great resources that allowed us to, to put together a great class. Kevin Wilson is with us, Tulsa football coach. You can hear a little bit under the weather there in the voice at 749. I'm Rick Corey along with <clears throat> Bryce Olson. That is uh, some of the stories you told yesterday about telling the guy, you know, get rid of the dogs and maybe the girl. Those were funny. And I could tell yesterday you really enjoyed you know, everybody thinks that Everybody thinks that's funny, but we have a lot of kids. And a lot of people like these emotional animals, which I, I agree with. I, and I have pets. And, and I think I have my, my family, we have a lot of pets. But when you're a college kid and you don't have a lot of money and you're taking on the resources of taking care of a pet, you know, and you got, you know, I got kids that have a hard time gaining weight, but they're buying food for their dog to eat. Okay. Why don't you buy some, you know, I mean, that's like part of this, like when we talk about educating our kids on the financial responsibilities of NIL and we're trying to get these kids set for life. I think, you know, I've, I've, I've seen kids try to have a, a couple pets and they don't really have income and the stress when you're a college athlete and you're going on a two or three day road trip, who's taking care of that dog? You know, so sometimes to our parents, I'm like, I understand if you think your child needs an emotional uh, stress and a pet, I get that. And I'm all for that. Um, but we got Goldie on campus too, over at the president's office and, and hang out with Goldie a little bit too. I just, um, I, 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 I do make a point to our kids that, 
you know, when the kid said he's got some dogs, I go, man, you know, you don't have that much money. How are you taking care of these animals? I just, you try to teach these kids how to live their lives a little bit, you know? Yeah, I get it. I do. And then, you know, you, you talk about the girlfriend, which I thought was funny, too. But I, And I understand that young people are going to look around, but then you've got to sell them on exactly what you talked about selling them on. When you take a look back at this recruiting class, now that it's really in the books for now, and even I know we'll have a portal thing coming up after the spring, but you take a look at that. Where do you think your biggest wins come, maybe position-wise and overall? Well, I think overall we try to get bigger. Um Last year, we had three receivers that played significantly that were 170 pounds or less. And uh, uh, we recruited six receivers, and I think the two smallest guys weigh 180. Uh, uh, two of those guys that we recruited uh, are over, already over 200 pounds. And so we try to get some, some just you know, longer, taller Bigger bodies at skill. The two deep, the, the two corners we signed are you know, 185 pounds, you know, 175 pounds. Uh, we've we've had we've we've in our records here. You know when kids come in, you you measure them and you start them on their career path and you start with them. We we've, we've we've had scholarship players show up here weighing started day one at Tulsa, weighing less than 150 pounds, and they're like that when they get her. That was a those are skilled players. Well, to me, you need to have speed, but you also need to have some size. So we tried, you know, our offensive lineman, you know, Ross Johnson's an easy six, pushing seven. Jack Tanner's a six, seven kid. Brody Duffel's a long six, five guy. And they're, they're, you know, they, those guys play basketball, they move, they're athletic, but they're long. So we got a lot of development to do with the, um, the weight room piece, the maturity piece with these guys. I do expect a lot of these guys to play, Rick. I don't think um, in this day and age of transfer portal, why, why are we redshirting someone to leave and go play somewhere else? You know, so if, if, if a kid can play, we're, going, we're, we're working them right now. Today, uh, today we've got uh, 10 high school freshmen already here. We added 21 scholarship players mid-year. We have uh, 17 more that are coming uh, in, in the end of May or June. Those guys coming every Friday have to send me their body weight. And they go on a scale and send me a picture of what they weigh. Uh, last week we did 225 reps. How many times can you miss 225? One week we'll do pull-ups. How many pull-ups can you do? So we're already starting these guys because the first part of your freshman year or the first part of, your, of the season is right now. Great players, championship teams are forged and made right now. And so even the guys that we've signed that aren't here, if they play high school basketball, which I love guys that play high school basketball, and, I, and I'm not big on these guys wanting to graduate early. Some guys like to. But wherever you are, we've got to develop. So I think we got some long bodies. We took six receivers. Uh, I think we've gotten four, now potentially five safeties, although I think, uh, I think Covington can play um, – Running back as well, and I think he might want to start over there, but he could be a safety. Um, wanted to find maybe a few more transfer guys with the O-line or with the secondary because we lost some players there. Uh, we did lose some linebackers. We, we signed three transfer linebackers. Sometimes when you lose a lot, Rick, you need to feel uh, that. And sometimes in this day and age, you don't want like – 
eight freshman linemen. You won't maybe four or five freshman linemen and two or three transfer or JC kids to balance out the maturity of your of your group. If that makes sense. Oh, it does. So, um, There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, but the, the length of the guys, the size, uh, the the skill kids. I mean, I mean, it was it was a balanced class. You got what two tight ends, two running backs. Six receivers with the with the transfer guys, about seven O linemen, a quarterback. You know, defensively you got a couple inside guys, Miles Jackson, the uh, uh, defensive end, outside linebacker from Indiana is a strong take for us. The three linebackers, uh, the two kids from um, from Broken Arrow, uh, um, Marcuselli, uh, Potter. Uh, you got Chris uh, Thompson from Southern Cal linebacker. Those are good gets. Um, we need to find a kicker. You know, Chase Meyer transferred out on us and, and went to Penn State. Uh, so we need to find a kicker. Either Slava needs to, to continue to pick it up, and, and he split some time with us last year and have a good offseason. Uh, but other than that, I think we answered a lot of our needs. We will be, I think, a talented but young team. And right now, Rick, we got a good group. It's got a lot of work to do. Well, it's, it's certainly encouraging. There's no question about that. I've seen a lot of recruiting classes here, and this one's got a ton of potential. Coach, I hope you you feel better quickly, and I hope actually you guys get a little bit of time off. I know right now it's it's spring. I mean, you're already planning for spring ball, but hopefully in there somewhere you can get yourself a couple of days rest. Yeah, we're, we actually have given the guys a long weekend here, uh, um, a little three-day weekend here um, just to get away, to see their families or hang out, whatever, especially, you know, the – we just basically had a 24-day run where you were seeing next year's guys. The rules allowed us uh, in January to go by and see the top recruits two times. You could meet them not at their home but at their school. So, uh, and again, our, our recruiting area is basically Oklahoma. I think we ended up signing seven Oklahoma guys. Got, uh, I think, 12 out of the Dallas area, a couple of East Texas guys, a couple of kids from Houston, an Arkansas kid, a kid from Indiana, a kid from Ohio, um, you know, the majority of these guys, too, Rick, when you say the, uh, the rankings look good, and a lot of these guys did have, quote, on paper offers from, from the bigger schools, but about half these guys at one point in time were committed to a SEC or a, or a Big Ten or a, or a Big 12 school. And, and, and to me, with the transfer portal, Rick, a lot of the local colleges are not recruiting as many high school kids, mm-hmm. which for us leaves – more available quality players in the pool to go recruit. So really proud of the coaches, Logan Armstrong on campus, uh, all our support coaches. I mean, it was a uh, – President Carson, like I've said several times, did an awesome job being available. Uh, we were over there with some parents one night shooting pool to Rick, Rick Dixon's uh, a place he lives till about 12, 15 in the morning, <laughs> hanging out with parents. I mean, it was a all hands on deck. And, you know, it is a, a big class. It is a good class on paper. But the way the recruiting goes now with the portal, Rick, you don't sign 20 kids anymore because you're graduating 8, 10, 12, 15, 20 guys. And then you're losing 8 or 10 guys with this kind of transfer world that we're living in. So it's almost now like, you know, the a recruiting class that used to be 20 guys, Rick, is now getting the, the norm is about 30 or 35. So uh, And then our mojo, because – we didn't have a lot of money that we're going out getting guys. We had to go get these high school kids. And like I say, um, wouldn't say that was exact. It came, it came together like a great plan. I don't know if we planned it to be exactly the way it, it, it ended the way maybe we wanted it. We didn't, I don't know what we were doing. We were just working hard to get guys, you know, uh, but it was a heck of a class. And 
I think a class or school is going to be proud of these kids. And like I said, I'm, I'm excited to get to work to these, with these guys. And we'll get, we'll get, we're cranked up. We're in the weight room right now with the fellas and rock and roll. And we'll get started with spring ball and we'll wrap up uh, with a spring game. What looks to be here, I think on April the 6th is where we've got that set up right now. Outstanding. Yeah, I can't wait. And I know you're excited too. Uh, get that voice better. I hope you, uh, you feel an awful lot better. And thank you very much for your time on a morning when I know it wasn't easy. Well, I appreciate it. So, sorry, to, sorry, sorry to sound so poorly, but excited for our team and appreciate the time as always, Rick. You betcha. That's Kevin Wilson. He's the head football coach at the University of Tulsa. I'm Rick Corey along with Bryce Sauls. Man, he, he fought his way through that one, didn't he? He did. <laughs> that, he did. Wasn't, that wasn't easy. God bless him. That isn't hard. And I, I've been there, you know, even at the beginning of actually of what's you know going on with me, where you don't, you don't feel bad. You just sound like that. And yeah. There's not much you can do. As he said, not radio friendly, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. I just didn't want you to, <clears throat> didn't want him to strain but anything. Or, yourself, yeah. Yeah, and you don't know. I mean, too. I mean, mine didn't come with any kind of uh, nausea or anything. But if that comes with it, and you're trying mm-hmm. to work through it, so I want to. Uh, it's really nice of him to stay to hang in there. And again, yes, we have made requests for OU no issue, and we'll continue doing that to talk about those classes, and especially as we get closer to spring ball. Eight o'clock on the Blitz, eleven seventy. We're a little bit behind on a break, so let's go ahead and take one. And I've gotten a lot of text here. <laughs> we actually had somebody. We found somebody else who agrees with you on something we asked earlier. It's a miracle, but we'll get to it coming up right here on the Blitz 1170. The Blitz text line is always open, 918-262-5072. You can text us anything you want at any time. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. There's Bedlam basketball on the Blitz tomorrow night as the Oklahoma State Cowboys will be in Norman to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. This is the first of the last two guaranteed matchups for these two teams in the Big 12. Pre-game starts at 5 with a 6 o'clock tip-off. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane coming off a tough loss on Wednesday against North Texas will host UAB on Sunday at the Reynolds Center. Tip-off is at 1 with a 12.30 pregame starting over on Big Country 99.5. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.